What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Coming to you from the high desert with 50,000 watts of power, Cartoon Casual. Are we on the radio now? <laughs> that was great. I, I no, would, that was perfect. I would, I would like to have 50,000 watts if we were to decide to buy an antenna. I don't think 50,000 watts is a lot, isn't it? It's a lot for uh, probably for AM at night. Oh, okay. Maybe. Some coast to coast. Yeah, I wonder what. Welcome to Dreamland with Art Bell. Is he still on? Art Bell died. Oh, so he's not. I, you, you know what? He's not they, coast to coast might is it coast to coast? Is that what it's called? I think it is. Yeah. The, his that was his we his like daily show at, like throughout the week, and then Saturday night was Dreamland, I think, or Friday night. That was the same channel it used to carry when I listened to it. Used to carry. Uh, uh, oh my god, the guy that would do the different voices. The one that we can never remember the name of? And again, or not. <laughs> Phil uh, Hendry. Phil Hendry. I can't yes. believe that I remembered it without having to look it up this time. H-E-N-D-R-I. Hendry. H-E-N-D-R-I-E. I-E. I think it's I-E okay. or Y. All right. Anyway, Phil Hendry. Well, this, this uh, episode is uh, sponsored by San Pellegrino. Momenti Italian sparkling uh, water, lemon, yeah. lemon and raspberry flavor. If you want to be bougie as fuck, it's sponsored by San Pellegrino. But for us working class types, it's sponsored by Bubbly Sparkling Water, the cheap shit. Uh, for the working class folks, San, San keeping Pel- in mind I'm not working class. I'm not blue collar by any stretch. I'm black scrubs. And uh, Paul actually bought work boots, so he actually does wear, real work. I did. I did. But this, uh, people may know that San Pellegrino, when you buy it in a can, comes with the aluminum condom. Little little condom on, on the top. top. Yeah, right. you have to. That's how, uh, just how highfalutin Paul's taste is. Even his uh, soda water cans, which <laughs> soda water is already pretty fucking pretentious, and I, I will own that. But your your cans are the tall, skinny cans. They're not fat. And uh, they have the aluminum cover over top. Yeah. To cover up the aluminum top. Right. Which is just... It's not overpackaged. It's, it's, yes, it is. <laughs> it's overpackaged. It's uh, ridiculous. It's kind of nice, it though. Hopefully, it's a little bit... Then you looked up the data on how clean it's not necessarily... I So people think it. that the top of aluminum cans is, uh, is filthy. And uh, while it might be dusty... Uh, everything I found, I found three articles from three different news sources that did the same, like, or similar tests, and they're not any dirtier than uh, literally anything else. Tabletops, handrails, things like that. They're really not that big of a deal. Right. It's not. Now, if you want to get into some really dirty shit. Nope. You sure? Okay. Okay. Go. Bank counters. Yeah, I don't even like going to a bank anymore. Yeah, I was just actually remarking that uh, yesterday. When I was, uh, quote-unquote, cashing my check, my paycheck from Blackbridge, where uh, what's involved is opening up my app on my phone, my bank's app, and then taking a picture of the front and back. And but you didn't it, cash it. Like, cash didn't come spitting out of your phone. No, no, not at all. No, I, 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 I deposited it. Excuse me. Okay. Thank you. Th- sorry. Yes, I was using the incorrect terminology. Uh, but, yeah, I was remarking about how nice it is. Like, I haven't been to my bank in, like, a couple of years, I think. It's so... Uh, now, you go to... Like, if I can avoid shopping at all, then I, I do that. But I, I'm working during the day, and, of course, UPS... It's different for me, right? Because it's my own business, and it's here. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't work at... at, at uh, where, well, they don't... I'm sorry, they can't... They're self-delivered at work. 
right. to put it that way, where, yeah. I, where I can't get to my own business. So, I mean, stuff like even for the facility here for toilet paper and paper towels, stuff like that, we just order it online and have it delivered. Well, with the Amazon, it's cheaper and it'll be it's delivered regularly. You can just like yeah. order. 12 rolls a month or something like that and just sign up and they'll send it to you all automatically. So then I thought, I wonder if that's even making me even more antisocial. You think? Because, <laughs> because I'm not having... Well, who wants to go to Walmart? I mean, who says, hey, let's go to Walmart? I, I mean, don't mind going to Walmart. And I, I don't. I wouldn't say I look forward to it, but I, you know what I like? What I do look forward to, not so much Walmart, but any place. If I'm shopping to cook something or a few things that are specific and cook them for like for my friends or family or whatever. I enjoy that. I enjoy the process of going through the produce section, finding the best stuff. I like that. I would agree with that. I, I like that. However, I hate shopping because out of necessity because now I don't get to choose. I, ha- I have to go. Like I run out of toothpaste. I have to go to Walmart because Walmart is the only place in town that carries the specific toothpaste that I want. But you could buy, like, a box of it online. I could buy a box of it online, and it's not cheaper than at Walmart. Yeah, okay. So, I, and I'm a penny pitcher, so I just, I, I, I don't, it's not like I buy that much. It's like every three months or something like that. It's right. no big deal. I think I'm out of toothpaste, speaking of that. Hmm. Well, that's not good. No. Good thing you're a shut-in, and you can order, and it'll be here in two days. Yeah. Just, that's true. I'll have people just leave it on the front porch and, and then text me when they leave so I don't have to see them. I know that you are like that. I know that you get to that point, and it's bad. Actually, you did deliver. I think I was really sick one time. I don't know if it was you. or I have I had my employees deliver stuff to me before. Uh, yes, all of us have been Paul Bearers at one time or another. <laughs> deliver. No, I brought I brought some uh, like a care package of random food and then some uh, some medicines and whatnot when you were sick one time. Right. And I said, just let me know when you got it, so I can I don't have to breathe on you at all. Yeah, which in my mind meant. Uh, me, who has an immune system that's solid as a fucking rock for working on, from working in a hospital for nine years. Right. And you're, you think that you have some sort of bug that I can't, like, fight off. Okay. But in my mind, I just knew. I just didn't want to see you. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's kind of like Howard Hughes used to have his, uh, used to communicate with people from a second or third floor and have, like, a rope going down. People put stuff in the basket yeah. and lower it up and down. Because he didn't want to open up the door to yeah. his, his penthouse or whatever. <laughs> Stable guy. Yeah. Stable genius. So we are now in the... Is it July yet? No, it's not July yet. Are you sure? No, it's June 30th. Oh, it's tomorrow. Yes. 30 days have September, April, June, and November. Okay. Or I just look at a calendar. Oh. Old, the future's now, old man. <laughs> <laughs> so tomorrow is June... Or excuse me, July 1st, which is the month of the 50th anniversary. Oh, God. This again? Are we going to do the thing? Here? We are going to do the thing. It's okay. the 50th anniversary of the Apollo moon landing, if you believe in that. Right. Which we do. Cartoon Casual 100% believes in the moon landing. We'll just say, we'll say 50th anniversary, keeping the... Keeping the uh, oh, shit, you missed it. Oh. The 90s is on the... Oh, there it is. Rachel. Oh, God. When Rachel kisses Ross for the first time after she sees the prom video. It's one of the best episodes of any... Any show ever to be on TV, but I also am biased because I love Friends. Everybody's all happy. Everybody's like, "Oh my God, Ross gets Rachel!" But that was literally like the second season, right. second or third, beginning of the third season, one of the two. And uh, little did they know that there are seven more seasons of fucking misery. And then, spoiler alert, they don't end up t- together, nope. which I'm still a little fucking salty about. And it was 15 years ago. So sorry about that. 
I know you are. I know you're salty about that. Um. Anyway, uh, Apollo moon landing, uh, <coughs> as opposed to the other moon landing. So the yeah. So July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine. Some people say the 21st for some reason. I don't know why. Because the, because the earth is round? Oh. What in the flat earth are you talking about? <laughs> oh, God. That, anyway. Yes. Some so people say the, the 21st. <coughs> they Excuse landed, me. I think it was, they landed it, uh, they, it's July 20th and whatever the time, UTC. So, like. And weren't, weren't they supposed to, like, hang out in there for a little while longer? Didn't Neil or Buzz? Said, Let's get the fucking out of here. Let's put their suits on and go out there. Didn't they do something like that? Didn't they let Doug walk ahead of schedule? I don't know. Or something? I'm not sure. I'm not 100% certain on that. Okay. I know that it's something I read recently that was declassified, was that there was a some sort of a, the blast-off mm-hmm. knob. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the knob, to, like, to, to literally to blast off of the moon. That knob broke when, they, when uh, either Neil, Neil or Buzz, one of the two, was getting out. Uh, to go and walk the, on the what moon. Do you mean the knob, the knob the fucking broke off. Like it broke off on the on the on the what dashboard. What's a knob? It's a knob. It's a fu- it's a, oh, it's on a the, knob. On the, on like, the panel. like you are kind of a knob. <laughs> like so, imagine a small plastic dick. version of me. Yeah, <laughs> with a with a <laughs> with a pumpkin with, head. With a Charlie Brown. Yeah, head. Charlie Brown head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're talking about like a like on, on the on the in the instrument panel? Yeah, like a switch, like an up down switch. See. Yeah, like so a, we're getting out, like there were a bunch of klutzes and broke it. Okay, well maybe not so much klutzes because they're wearing like eighty pound suits. You big know, old, big old, big feet. Yeah, so and they broke it. Yeah, they broke it, and, and they got uh, back in and said, "Holy shit, this is broken." They got back in, and they're like, "Fuck," I'm, I don't know if they said that or not, yeah. but they're like, "Well, what do we do now?" And uh, I think it was Neil that like. Jammed a pen in there to to so that they turn, could turn into leave. a lever or something. Yeah, so they could leave the moon. Wow, nice. There's nothing more American than that level of ingenuity. Like I don't know why they classified that. That would have been a great fuck you, Russia kind of. You know what I mean? Like, but I wonder if it commies was, wouldn't have thought of that. Do they even know if it was Buzz or Neil that did it? Did I know? think it was Neil. I think it was Neil. I think we don't know who broke it. I I don't think. But right, that's what I mean. Yeah, I think it. I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know who broke it, but I know who uh, fixed it. It was Neil. Neil, because Neil's a bad motherfucker. He is. He's from Ohio, too, so like that's kind of probably why he's such a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of astronauts from Ohio. So that's uh, this month when you hear this, uh, when you hear this episode. July 20th. Wednesday, Tuesday at midnight, Wednesday, which also means if we're going to have this one aired properly, that means this Friday, a couple Fri- days from now. That's right, Friday. It's going to be the first Friday in, it's going to be Metcalf Park. Probably King and I sit in town. That's right. I forgot it was at the park. Really? Yeah, I just spaced it. I'm sorry. In my mind, it was. Uh, never It'll mind. be in the park. In the park. It'll be right, right down the road from where you live. That's right. I can walk right past it on my way to places that serve alcohol. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, First Friday has become kind of a cool thing. Not kind of a very cool thing. Uh, downtown, and, and I know it exists in other places, but it's still not that widespread. Flagstaff does it, and there's a couple communities in the in the like the Phoenix area. Well, Phoenix that do has it. a pretty pretty big, I think. Do I they think. Phoenix themselves? Like, uh, I don't know. I think so. Um, but yeah, so we're also going to have a, the theme is picnic in the park. Fine, uh, but uh, sounds super excited about that. We're all going to have uh, one of my gliders there assembled. Hmm. And Tim's going to have an airplane there in the park. In the park. Two airplanesies are going to be in the park. Are they going to 
hover or flying? Or? No, I'm just going to be hanging out there, sitting on the ground. Is Tim going to start it? I don't think so. He should. Might be dangerous. Yeah, well, I mean, who's going to walk into it but some idiot's kid, and guess who's not going to procreate? Too bad. Bloodline stops right there. Yep. It's terrible. It's dark. Did I tell you that my, uh, speaking of bloodlines. Oh. Uh, so my father had a brother, and and he had a son, but it was adopted. Okay. Okay. He has a daughter. And so I am, I have a sister. So now this is the Gaines name. I am the end of our name and blood. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, um. Which is probably not a bad thing. I got to unpack some of that, man. I, 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 first and foremost, uh, so you, the the adopted kid doesn't count as a Gaines. Is that what you're? He's not blood. Damn, that's that's savage right there. Shit. I mean, he's still you know you know part of the clan. Wow. I didn't mean clan. Not not clan with a K. <laughs> no, I hope not. But I haven't talked to him a long Considering time. Considering anyway, your southern ties. I just thought I would point that out. And what are you talking that's, about? Oh, yeah, the, the, the bloodline. Whatever. I'm thinking, yeah, speaking of the bloodline, I'm it. My name in, in blood stops with me. I mean, as I, honestly, I have, a, I have one male cousin with the last name of Fellers. Out of all of us, there's only the, even, all, my, even all the males that were produced in my family. Yeah, you have you brothers got, that have sons, right? No. All the all daughters. All three of us boys had three girls, oh. which my mom finds hysterical. Okay. Which is, you know. Only right. I find I find it kind of funny now too, mostly because uh, I don't have eighteen years or seventeen years or whatever of raising like my brothers do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've already done that and can look back and laugh, but that, I do find that kind of laughable. So that like that name will probably I don't know. It's probably gonna go by the wayside because the one male cousin I have is he's gay with the last name of Fellers. It's not like I have <laughs> I don't have like eighty cousins and <laughs> all of the male ones are gay. So that's no, something like, we have in common then. So perhaps. he like uh, yeah, potentially in common. Yeah. Now that I think about it, but I also kind of it is 2019, so like let's say either Portia or her two cousins, you know, little cousins, they don't let's say they don't uh get married and have kids. Or what if they have kids and don't get married, never change their name? Those kids are going to have that name. They still have, you know, because a lot of times when mothers, uh, you know, the mothers will keep the same last name as their kid, mm-hmm. no matter what, right? Yes. So then let's say, I'm going to shout this out because they're going to be listening. Say Portia and Dan have a kid, not yet, thank you, but at some point in the distant future, they have a kid. Like way off the distance. Way like, off. I'm not even 40 yet. I'm not going to be a grandfather. Okay, got it. Okay, moving past it. Mm-hmm. Let's say they have a kid, but they're not married, which they're more than you know welcome to do. I don't give a shit about that. I'm sure a bunch of in-laws would might have a problem with that, but mm, dad, some, some pearl, pop, pearl pop. clutching. Yeah. Oh, my stars. Yes, definitely pearl clutching. I love that term. <laughs> But let's say that they that Portia and Dan have a kid. They little, uh, you know, Joseph, which would be kind of cool. Uh-huh. Little Joseph, his last name is Fellers. He's blood related to Portia <clears throat> and keeps the Fellers name going. True. That's that's a distinct possibility, and I've yeah. actually seen that happen before. And also, but the idea uh, of carrying the name and the blood is kind of that's rather archaic. If you it's think about so it. archaic, it, it it really is. It, and it's kind of like. Uh, well, you're this. You're you know you're adopted, so you don't right. I mean, you don't really have. You're not really. And I'm trying to think if, if I ever got married, 
Joe's going to do a spit take right now. He's taking a big swig right there. No, nah, man, I think it could happen to anybody, even someone in your advanced age. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to ever get married, I at this point, I seriously don't think it would matter to me at all if they went, nah, I'm just going to keep my last name 100%. I don't think I would care. I really I, don't. I want to see what kind of a wedding Paul Gaines has. Non-announced? That sounds about right. Yeah. At your home, unannounced, with only what? No, I would say two some, witnesses, maybe only somewhere fa- but else. FaceTime, FaceTiming on <laughs> laptops. Somewhere else, but not in like Vegas or something. It'd be like uh, I don't know, somewhere like a destination wedding. Could be like under the influence of ayahuasca. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be illegally qualifying you oh. to. to no, because it's of sound mind and body is is literally on the fucking marriage license. Oh, yeah. uh, you will not be of sound mind or body during uh, ayahuasca and ayahuasca trip, mostly because most people shit themselves. So at least we know your body's not mind uh, sound. That's fine. That is fine. So the um, again, I don't think I would uh, like if you were to get married again. Would it would a matter? Marriage it, part two. If, if you would want, if you, I mean, maybe you do want someone to have your last name. I don't really care. I, I it's not something that is not that. Are you is, sure you don't care? I'm positive I don't care. Okay, doesn't matter. I would love to just be able to tell so Hey, hey, see that? That's my wife. Right. She's better than you. That's that's I, I don't care if the last I mean now if she has an embarrassing last name or well not even embarrassing because I'm so far beyond being embarrassed I if she had a, let's say she had a goofy last name like we saw one of those recently there was a woman that had a like a very unfortunate name oh it was yeah. Beaver that's right you said it's like can you imagine being a the like a woman imagine being a teenage girl with the last name of Beaver right oh fuck that. Yeah. Fucking! I hate teenagers anyway. Like, and there's butts. That's a like, that's a name. Butts. butts. Yeah, butts. Uh, there's. <laughs> what if she kept their ma- her maiden name and and uh, beaver butts? Name. Beaver hyphen <laughs> yes. butts. Yes. You'd have to spell out the hyphen. Uh, Shout yeah. out to council lady. She'd have to. You'd have to like. You'd have to put it there. And you'd have to not only spell it out but pronounce the hyphen. Yeah, hyphen. Yeah, hyphen yeah. butts. Butts. Butts hyphen. It's kind of a, um, yeah, so I wonder if any men have ever taken on a woman's name. Shit, can you yes. Can you do that? That's okay. absolutely a thing. Okay. And I know a couple people that have done that. And I, it's, uh, it, that's just, that just goes to show you how meaningless it is in this day and age to do that. It is archaic. But I also understand some people are very traditional when it comes to certain things. Yeah, does that connote, uh, connote, connote, Ownership? Like, is that what that, that's all about? That's exactly what that's all that's about. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. That's that's, that's only we can own slaves in the South. You can't own. Yeesh. <laughs> you can't own a woman. Whoa. <laughs> you can't really own a person. Right. I was waiting for you. Some sort of. Quip. That's what the huge debate was in the movie Lincoln. That this huge where Lincoln's talking to his cabinet about. And if this means this, and they own this, and we have this war against a non-nation, and, and we're saying they can't, you know, it's all this weird conversation he was having within his own mind about the law, because he was, he was a by-the-law kind of guy. He was trying, Absolutely. trying to yeah. figure this out, what this means. Do they really own, own them? And they did, but now they're not a country, and now they're not our country. Now can we say they can, whatever. Just all this weird. How do you tell a non-country or not, not something part of, not part of our country what to do, one, and two, how they define a human? Or right. a person. 
a free person. That's uh, that's where that the, that free person of blah 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 came from. Yeah, I hate that shit. Anyway, uh, weird. Now I need to rewatch Lincoln because you've referenced it literally every single time we hang out. Every I lo- time, I love that movie. But it is a great. It, it Wasn't is, it the movie a, that got uh, Daniel Day Lewis his his, his all over the top Academy Award that passed Jack Nicholson? I think so. I think that was it. He's th- now the most. Yeah, the most decorated acting soldier I think or whatever. Male though, did we look this up also? Where there was a female who's got as many, uh, twice as many or something like that. It's a. Uh, She's tall, kind of looks like a bird. <laughs> tall looks like a bird. Meryl like... Streep. Oh, okay. <gasps> I lost the gaze on that one. I, they're gonna, they're gonna hate me. I'm gonna get crucified for Even that. Even though one. you did volunteer work for the Pride Festival. Yeah, of course, but they can still murder me for saying something bad about. That, that means Meryl I, Streep. See, we're recording this on the 30th, as we pointed out earlier. So that means that this. This month, this was Gay Pride Month. This it's, is the end of Pride Month. Yeah, yeah, it's not even just Gay Pride Month anymore. You can't really say that. No, it's Pride. It just, and it, yeah. So it's the end of the month that you guys did your thing. Yeah, your that's successful it. Event. That's fucking so incredibly successful. Most, uh, there you go. June sixth. June sixth. It's twenty twenty. Next, next year, Mojave Pride. Be which, there. Which is also. Normandy invasion. Uh, oh Christ Almighty! Nobody cares Norm- about. I'm just. I'm just. Relax. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We so, talked about Normandy so much so last it, week it, that it, I, it would kind of be sacrilegious or not sacra sac sacra military sacrosanct sacrosanct. If you had like a picture of the soldier storming the beach of Normandy, but like and they had what a holding like red. You know, instead of the American flag, it would be the Pride flag. The flag <laughs> I wonder how many that. people I could oh, offend my. in one fucking picture. <laughs> Like maybe just like hide a little a little Klansman Waldo in the background, like oh where's Waldo? Except where's fucking, you know, where's the Grand Wizard? Oh god damn it! That's funny because what where's Waldo books had a wizard. Oh, there was god. a wizard in those books. Oh, that was like the later books. Like it, it was like a little bonus. Like you could find like hey found Waldo, but where's the wizard? Right. And he did look like a little 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 gay clan member because he was like a red, white, and blue. Do you think a lot of Garb. like uh, clan members? Oh no, I don't know any clan members. <laughs> do you, you do? I, that's not true. Actually, I probably do. Yeah, no shit. They, I get, they don't let me know. They don't tell you because they're yeah. like, oh, he lacks the blacks. <laughs> he's he's okay with it. He, he's he's okay with people. the with the with them people. You know, <laughs> pride folks. Right, that kind of stuff. Do you think a lot of them are overcompensating because they're actually gay or? Something I would like say that? on on the whole, if I had to put a. Put like an actual number on it, sixty percent. You might be right. I yeah, because it's a uh, f- friends of mine that are that are far more involved in the gay community than I am that know more about that kind of stuff will tell you that they they've had in many many encounters with uh, people who lived straight and were gay bashers mm-hmm. for years that take the turn mm-hmm. and finally come to terms with who they are. And well, it's good. a shitload of them. It, that is good. It's like all the shitty gay bashing that goes on without, like, just, and not even gay bashing, like, just being a fucking bigot. Being yeah. afraid of something that's different than you. Okay, here's a pop quiz. While we're all basically similar in physiology and whatnot, we're all different, too. Yes. And people have an issue with that, and it's stupid. It's it's ignorant, it's myopic, it's just, it's it's bad for it's bad for humanity. But probably the big hint before, right, because they're all play, like to play dress up. They're all, like, these super clean, white... You know, outfits like the the dad the uh, the dad from American Beauty. 
uh, hardcore Marine Corps, oh, dad, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. next door neighbor guy, yeah, exactly. who can't walk next door and try to make out with Kevin uh, Kevin Bacon. Sorry, I was gonna say Kevin Bacon, <laughs> Kevin uh, Spacey, mm-hmm. and uh, turns out everything that he did was very it was very neat, very tidy. His house was well kept, and it was mm-hmm. everything was polished and in its place, and everything was perfect. And you're like, yeah. In the beginning, I remember thinking when I first watched that movie, I'm like, that guy's. That guy's repressing some shit. So what you're saying is like the Marines, for example, is kind of a, just a good camouflage <laughs> for <laughs> Oh, God, I'm going to piss off all You're getting so many people in trouble. Like, Jesus. I'm, how, I'm many other, how many other groups do you want to like talk about, huh? I want to offend the, the, the dolphins. Oh, <laughs> <We> just, <laughs> Lord. Like they're they're going to oh, hate you. Yeah. Dolphins probably have their own, not only do they have their own clicking language, obviously, but they have their own like sea internet. Haven't they demonstrated some homosexuality moves? I don't know what a move would be <laughs> if you're in the water. <laughs> you're a gay dolphin. No, what I mean what is, the haven't they? Fuck, are you talking? Oh, you I, mean you mean gay dolphins? Yeah, I mean at. they're gay dolphins. I have no idea. Why are you asking me? You know what? Let me text my gay dolphin <laughs> friends. <laughs> No, like, what do you guys say? Do you think dolphins are gay? And they're like, you're gay. I'm, you know, that's I know you're. That's you know, I know you're gay. <laughs> dolphins make you cry. <laughs> I just think I saw that somewhere. or Heard that they're like, yeah, even male dolphins, kind of, you know, they don't have the social constructs built around. Right. Like, ooh, that's gay. And the dolphins are just like, I have a boner and I need to get rid of this thing. Can like, you help right, me get rid of it? I'll help you get rid of yours. We're on a mission here. Would you hurry up and get rid of that thing? We're on a mission from God. No, right. they didn't say trying that. To, trying to circle some fish and do some hunting here. Can't, can, I can't move fast with this giant boner dragging <laughs> through the water <laughs> trying to catch me some fish. <laughs> <laughs> giant boner. Gay. Dragging this, through the this, water. This giant. Oh. Have you seen dolphin dicks i don't think i have they're enormous like they're not thick they're just long and skinny they look like a harry potter wand <laughs> wow i don't I'm, think i've ever no i've seen a lot of dolphins in the uh, off in brackish water uh you know east coast south carolina and that kind of thing i love dolphins they're fucking cool they're so smooth have you ever you, so you felt them yes they feel like wet tires they do but slidey tires yeah there, there was a uh, there was a dolphin uh, uh, refuge. I don't know what it was really. It was in, in the Keys somewhere. We got to swim with the dolphins, but in theory they let them kind of go out and they would come back in. But I'm not really sure about it now. But you could go in this big kind of this pool thing, but it was right on the water. It was right next to the right. I, I think they told us anyway. They would. It probably is one of those where like at low, like at low tide is when they'll do like it, it comes up. Uh, Australia has several of those along uh, along the coast. Okay. They have um, on, on the what is that the Gold Coast like over like Melbourne Sydney like that mm-hmm. that area, the east coast of Australia they have these uh, things that at at high tide they they get full and they're like you know the the edge like the edge wall that mm-hmm. like would hold back the water is below the below sea level for like six hours a day mm-hmm. and then when the tide goes down that's when they have like there's dolphins no they just know to go in there because they're gonna get a shitload of food and they're gonna get out in a few hours anyway that's cool so they they're still wild dolphins and they treat them like that but they are also there's dolphins are wicked fucking smart and they're kind of like um like you can't really i don't know if anybody's ever tamed a coyote but i know you can tame them enough to where they'll eat out of human hands but they won't stick around in your yard yeah like you could feed them they come around it's kind of like that but the dolphins come around and the kids and adults I think and it's kind of what in it there was, but then yeah. they leave at the end of the day it's probably like that and yeah, so we got to swim with these uh dolphins in the keys that's cool that's when we drove it was a um some of our friends lived or 
one of my friends, his friends lived in one of the islands in the Keys. I can't remember which one it was, but we drove down there. This is like, I don't know, three or four months after Andrew, you know, the big huh? monster freaking hurricane Andrew. And uh, so we drove past all that shit going down to, it was amazing. It was, I was in the backseat of this car and my buddy and his girlfriend were in the front seat and we were, we were approaching and we're going, yeah, this, this is not too far from where Andrew was. So you start to see some, you know, some fucked up trees and some small buildings that were kind of messed up a little bit. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, hurricane damage. But then we got into the heart of it where it really hit and nobody could even really say anything. We're just probably literally jaws open looking at all this destruction and just could not, could not believe it. Yeah, it's. It was unbelievable. There, yeah, it's pretty insane. I and I, I did uh, was part of well, it was supposed to be a hurricane party, but they ended up declassifying it once it uh, right before it hit land. But I was, uh, was a, ended up being a tropical storm mm-hmm. party, and uh, even that strong tropical tropical storm just annihilated parts of Daytona and and further down the so coast. So you were there, you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I stay. I, they evacuated my hotel. And they're like, sorry, you got to figure out somewhere to go. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Right. Like, where should I go? So, I, like, I called up the one guy that I knew. That, like, I had been there, like, three or four weeks, and I went out, and it was me and him and his wife and his wife's friends and tried, you know, and just went, went out and partied one night in Daytona. But So I called him and said, hey, man, uh, I know this is weird, but he goes, yeah, I was expecting this phone call. You can come over. You know, you know where the house is. You have my address. So I drove over to his house, and he said, but here's the thing. This is what we do. We party later on, but we help people batten down everything. So I got to learn how to um, – we went out to the coast because he lived inland, so we went out to the coast, and um, his uh, some friends of his, or, I, they might have been family members, but I think they were just friends. They had a, a, a two rentals that were right on the beach, mm-hmm. but they had like um, that was at an end, like the very ta- like the southern end of uh, Daytona Beach, and it was very, uh, it was kind of on a hill. Obviously, it's Florida. It's not that not high of a hill, of but a it hill, was. Yeah. But those houses in that that couple blocks where this this place was or these places, um, they weren't on stilts. They were high enough, uh, high enough up. They were they were like twenty twenty five feet above the level of, of the ocean, mm-hmm. and they never had more than about a twenty foot surge, no matter what. So they weren't on stilts, but they still had the concrete blocks that are sunk like ten feet down into the sand. Mm-hmm. And that's what you attach ratchet straps to to keep to hold the roof down. Okay. So we went around and there was like. Six or eight on on each side, and you did that, and then we helped you know nail up the uh, the boards and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. so I got to do that for a couple of days. The spray paint cute messages like hurricane so and so go home. Uh yeah, it, well the very front uh, one said fuck off. Okay, there was I was specifically told to spray paint fuck off on one, so like that was that was cool. Somewhere I have pictures of that. Uh, that was actually kind of I thought that was kind of cool. Like fuck off. My uh, hurricane go home. My or some st- shit. stepmother used to live in Florida, uh, near near Miami, I guess, for for many years. But this is like during the seventies, I suppose. But she said, you know, they used to have hurricane parties also. She said that was, but they said hurricanes are boring. Blah 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 blah. But for there was a run there where, yeah, they were like category one and two. Yeah, and now then, not so much. And then when Hugo came along and Andrew and all that kind of crap are just wiping out shit. Yeah. Because she was making that comment also, like she didn't really realize that these were monster and how much stronger they were. But, uh, yeah, these aren't the boring type of her. The Katrina one, the, when they showed Katrina, like, on satellite, I've never seen anything on satellite that looked that bad outside of, like, a, a, a end-of-the-world end of kind of movie. Yeah. That fucking thing was so big yeah, and so thick. The right eye of the storm. To New Orleans. Right to New Orleans. Yeah. yeah it's incredible. Bad. 
The only place it was more like mm, that was like worse prepared or more ill pre- ill prepared for a hurricane hit was New York City. Remember Hurricane Sandy? Yeah, oh yeah. Was that 2012, 2013? Yeah. I'm like, well, that's cool. It. it to their credit, though, the only thing that it seems like uh, New York City takes care of in their subway, because they're dog shit at taking care of the subway. I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's dilapidated as hell. Like, half the lines don't run right now. Uh, they do have those pumps that, once they're switched on, they can drain, like, all of Manhattan or some shit in, in less than two hours if the subways are full. And I'm some like, badass That's pumps. a massive amount. The ones yeah. in, in, that are purpose-built for, uh, for New Orleans can't even do that. Yeah. And the ones in uh, somehow in New York City, they did it, but they had to wait until the floodwaters re- or the you know the waters receded a bit, like the surge. Otherwise, it's not going to just come back in. Yeah, it's just yeah. yeah, you're yeah, it's it's dumb. It's like a leaf. It's like blowing a leaf blower just into your yard. Yeah, uh, or like a, le- a mulcher like into your yard. But is, anyway, is New Orleans still like fucked up? Are they like are there's yeah. large sections that just yeah, abandoned? The ninth, the ninth they, ward is is still is still fucked up. So are they going to leave it that way? Is that is it done? No, it's just slowly people are just bulldozing things, and then eventually people will go and. I mean, and, did they fix build. the levees and pumps and all that shit? I mean, there was all the work they the, were going to be doing. I think so. I I think they did. I, I I assume. I don't think there was anything that happened to the pumps. They just couldn't keep up. The I, levees needed to be rebuilt, and I know that they did a bunch of work, um, like Lake. Uh, what Lake Pontchartrain mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, it's brackish. It's open to the ocean. Was also known as kind of like a catchment. So I, I watched a documentary on it, and then I've, I saw HBO's show uh, Treme. You ever see that? No. So they, they Treme it is has to do with like the food and beverage uh, like community in New Orleans post Katrina. Okay. Like it like it starts the day after like the first episode is a dramatization. Wait, I think I. Anthony Bourdain. I guess I didn't and, know it was called that, but I, I think I've seen that or parts of that or something. It's a it dramatization. I mean, it's a drama. Of how they managed, comedy. how they got how through. How they managed yeah. and how the restaurants opened back up and things like that. Yeah, uh, Anthony Bourdain was a big contributor to that for like a writer and producer. and then, uh, But the main producer was uh, uh, Emeril Lagasse. So he was the he was the, 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 like the big man on set that was like, okay, this is real, this is real, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. We need to do real shit. So it was real and it was pretty fucking gritty. But and they talked about the crime and all that shit that was happening. But they, I know that they had another storm hit where those pumps were working within weeks after that, uh, after Katrina hit. I don't know. Do you remember that? That's one yes. of the reasons why New Orleans was so in such bad shape for so long. It hit they had, they to, had the, like to a, the east of there, I think. I think yeah, it, it hit. It hit yeah. yeah, further it hit further east on the Panhandle, yep. and then they had another one uh, like a month later that hit uh, Texas. That where that I landed in Texas. Yeah, so, I, I kept watching. All I was imagining was all the humidity and mosquitoes the entire time. That's all I, I could. Just, you know what? This mosquitoes <laughs> probably aren't really bad when you have 150 mile an hour winds. That's true. It's one would think, but it is the South, so there's some big fucking mosquitoes. It's down above there. their V and E. That's the V and E. It's aviation. It's velocity never exceeds. In other words, if they take off, they just you know they're not going to be able to. V and E. It's That's about, it's about their VNE. I like that. I'm going to start using that. Like, it's true. They can't, most bugs know not to launch or take off if it's a little too windy because they're not going to just going to be in the next county. Yeah. They're not going to be able to hang out at home anymore. <laughs> so. The shit that you know boggles well, my mind sometimes. Just, just logic, man. Velocity never exceed. VNE. V stall speed. But, yeah, VNE, there's all kinds of V speeds. Just like you know. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Now I have a new phrase I can add to my repertoire. Want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. All right, cool. We'll be back.
studio guest. We do. We have uh, uh, Ellen. No, not Ellen. Elon. It's Elon Musk. Ellen. Jonas. He I wonder if he's ever been called uh, Ellen. He's told us he doesn't want to be on mic very much at all. Yeah, he wants so. to keep it quiet because last time he was on the mic on a podcast, uh, Tesla stock dropped 6%. Oh, some problems. So, yeah. It was bad. What was that? Oh, okay. Yeah, solar. Good idea. <laughs> For sure. Thank you. You should work on that. What? Uh, yeah, can you do... Oh, you're on it? Thank you. He, he said he's on top of it, I think. Yeah. No, we haven't lost our minds. Paul, Paul bought something amazing for the studio. I don't know if it's amazing. Oh, no, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. It is a painting. Was it a painting? Is it a print? Is that what that is? It, well, is that they this, call that? this is a print. Of an actual painting. Of someone that yeah, painted the... Uh, the yeah. screenshot from Elon Musk hitting a joint on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's wearing an Occupy Mars t-shirt. The microphone is visible. And the best part about it is the smoke from said joint is creates what's what the artist rendered as six percent which is how much tesla stock dropped from him doing that from him smoking pot on a podcast which is just very hilarious it's so dumb to me especially since like the valuation of stock is so unscientific it's not you know what I mean? Like the, it's unscientific it's, how much it fluctuates all the time. It's rather arbitrary now. It's just crazy how it is, it, it, as opposed to real investments. Like watching the real time uh, ups and downs when, uh, 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 not Bernanke. What the fuck was that guy's name? Who was the the guy that was in charge? The old, super super old crotchety fucker that was in charge of oh, the well, there was, it was of the Fed. Yeah, it was Greenspan. Greenspan. Was, Alan Greenspan. Okay. I saw a video of Greenspan speaking one time. This is. 15 years ago, probably. Um, but I saw him speaking. And what, what the video was doing was showing what happens to the stock market minute to minute when he's talking. And, and anybody who's kind of a power player when it comes to the stock market. Yeah, it's, it's it always, just, always it's, has the little window in the corner watching the... It's constantly up and fucking down. And when he says, uh, unfortunately, tick, 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 goes down. <laughs> Things are looking up for so to tick, 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 tick. And it just goes up and down. I'm like, that's so stupidly volatile. Like, that's... Green, Greenspan was the one that there was a... a, a um, audio tape uh, section of his talking about the economy and um, the different markets and how it works. And he was in some subcommittee or some committee speaking to Congress. And um, it, that section, well, that particular segment was on uh, Pitchfork Economics, that one podcast I listened to also. But they were talking about how the monetary fund here works in this country and since we print the money and how to control inflation. All kind of, it's, it's, it's totally different now. And I, I really would love to study more up of that, to be honest. It's completely different now than what the economy used to be and how it works. And since we are the, since the world recognizes the dollar as the leading currency and what everything is traded on, and since we print the currency, that taxes are taxes are a weird thing. It's like people, when we pay tax, the government doesn't just have that money. What it's what it says is is it's just removing that money from the economy. In other words, you you write the Fed doesn't cash your check, or they they do, but they don't. The money doesn't go somewhere; they just control the exact the amount of money that's out in the economy and how much is not through taxes and through other ways of selling bonds. All it's 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 a it's an interesting mess, is what it is. Yeah. But the way that they do it is, it's almost like, and I I don't think they're not saying this only because they're arrogant. It's almost like the way that they figure this shit out is that it cannot really fail again. 
it's an odd way to it's an odd thing to say, but I mean, it's like it doesn't fucking matter. People are about the gold standard and this and that doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter anymore. It's fun to own gold. Uh, yeah, it's heavy and pretty and all that stuff. But oh, so am I. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, be here all night, folks. <laughs> it it uh, most of what you said stuck. Some of it went straight through my brain matter. Well, some of it did. My I, I, I have to listen to it again. But uh, do it, you think you should? Maybe you should go back to school and uh, get your master's degree in uh, nah, in finance, uh, in in cocaine, and cocaine. <laughs> Just like, yeah, your master's thesis could be uh, thirty years. Oh, it's been more than thirty years since you. It's been a little while. Since um, you left school, but it was just because I I do have a finance degree, so I'm listening to this, and I he always has to remind us that, folks. and because no, because I because I have a degree in it, it it just it it makes me almost force me to listen to these big brain people talk about it. Absolutely, I'm going okay, and I'm going wow, that's not what we were taught, and I don't remember that's being the case. I, I would love to be in school right now, having that statement be made, and they have some guy that they think they're at least are smart explain that. To me, what but would the, be real- the comedy just doesn't, you know, again, so we don't have, you know, they say you say you pay your taxes and then the, the government takes your money and then they give it to someone else. It's not really exactly how it works at all. It no. just doesn't work that way. And I can't explain exactly how it works, but it's not like we, it's not as simple as, okay, I give you $5, now you have $5, and you're going to give it to these poor people over here. That's not and, how it and works. And it's not, it's not giving you, and, I, and you're not taking $5 from me and going, all right. And then you give it to fucking Harvey, the, the garbage man, and go pick up $5 worth of garbage. Or, you know, Harvey's brother, Johnny, right. who, who has a road paving company, goes, all right, this is another, put this in your pocket. This is go to pay for another foot of pavement. It's, it doesn't work like that. And now I'm starting to understand. That. I always kind of knew that it didn't work like that, but I, it, it's such a big concept. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, like, quite understand. But I think I understand what you're saying is that, that m- amount of money is just taken out of this economy until the government puts it back out in the economy right? by paying contractors and subcontractors right. and whatnot, so right? They, so they kind of decide, yeah, they kind of decide if the economy's getting a little heated up or not, then they then they, they can control all this. And they, they, you don't want runaway inflation, um, and you don't want it to be completely stagnant. So it's a careful balancing act you have to do. You know, Trump right now is pissed off with the Fed for— not lowering the rates or not doing this, or not doing that. But, but if they do that, it has a ripple effect on all right. sorts of shit. They kind of know what's going on. I hate to tell you people this more than what Trump knows on what's going on. They're, just, and they're not playing a game. They're right. They're trying to make it work. For the, the shitty thing about the Fed is, though, is that they do kind of play a game. Well, yeah, no, it's a, right. What I mean is they're not they're not just dicking around and trying. Yeah, to they're not going to tweet over. something and be like, all right, well, now all you people are going right. to be broken. This person is going to be rich. They're considered the most stable. You know, one of the most stable things that exists in this country is, you know, the Fed, you know, because they're they are in control. They're huge power freaking brokers. You know, they they do control all this crap. So, well, that's terrifying. It is. But you can't do shit about it. But it's interesting to know how it works. I will send you the link. For that one episode, they're not very long. They're less than less than an hour long. These, okay. uh, these episodes, and it really is interesting to listen to. And is go, it? Do you think I would understand it? I mean, honestly, yeah. Okay, I think they it's really dumbed down. So, <laughs> oh, you fucker! <laughs> I was asking. I was showing a little bit of vulnerability and knowing full well that I don't know shit about economics, and then you just crapped on me. Right. It's That's um. It, it's it, I, but I find it interesting. I find it really fascinating because that ties into the whole idea of. Th- the the big concept of uh, of uh, of um, 
what's the minimum? What the, the payment we're talking about now? It, it, it's the hot topic now of uh, tariffs. No, no, paying paying everybody a minimum amount of universal money. basic income. Yes, you know, yeah. And there was another guy in one of these other podcasts recently I listened to that he was kind of the guy that coined that term, I guess. And it really hasn't been around that long. Hmm. But only a handful of years, and he, he was. He said, this is kind of how it's going to have to be. Apparently, the, this is being driven a lot by this discussion by all the rich people that are going to be causing the problem, which is in Silicon Valley. That's true. You know, because these, these people feel they know that it's going to be more automated, and they know it's going to be a there, freaking problem. There's, there's nothing that anyone can do about stopping automation. Yeah. Except be prepared for it. That's, that's it. That, that it will happen. Yeah. Period. Just like... Smartphones weren't an accident. People were talking about smartphones 40 years ago. They, right. thought it, they, they thought that it was only going to take 20 years, so we're a little 20 years late on that, but that's because we stopped innovating as much as we were in the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. But, like, those things are they're, they're going to happen, and it's going to happen faster and faster and faster. It's not going to be like, the you know, they, they went from having just a reg, kind of a regular touchscreen in 2007 on an iPhone to in 2017, you look 10 years later, it really hasn't changed that much. Right. And it's not going to be like that. It's going to be like the, the jump from touchscreen or to, from buttons on phones to touchscreen. And that was a huge fucking leap. And how far away is it to have 100% automation? Well, although Musk did, and we can talk about it. You'll never have 100% here. automation because you'll have to have uh, humans check things. Right. And, and he's, we can talk about him right now, but Musk... That's true. He is sitting right there. He did uh, explain, because he tried to over... They tried to over-automate the Tesla production line. And, it, and, and it at some a- point, he said, I undervalued the use of of, uh, of automation, or excuse me, of human Absolutely. being involved in, in production. No, I can't. I'm trying to get us all in the same shot, and I can't... I don't know if I can do it. Maybe. Anyway. Us. No, your microphone's in the way. That's fine. We'll That's figure fine. it out. Anyway. Um, so they actually increased production rate with the Model Y or the 3 by adding more humans into it. Because there were mistakes that... But at some point it will happen. It will happen where you can literally push a button and the factory just spits out of cars. You know, yeah. Except for the few people that are checking things over and that kind of stuff. So it just, you're not going to have more and more production workers in factories like that. It's not going to be the case. It's going to be always more automation. Right. No matter period. what no matter what any president or governor or mayor or whatever says, we're going to bring more jobs back. No, you're actually not. You're going to net less jobs yeah, every so, so fewer you, and fewer yeah, jobs yeah, you every going, single are year. Are you going to it's going to be a law that you cannot use automation? Is that is that how you're going to do I, it? I guess that's I mean there are <laughs> other that you're talking about stopping progress. Yeah. And it, there are countries out there that have laws on the books like that that stop progress, like letting women drive, right? Or uh, you know, uh, letting women have access to uh, you know the same health care as men and things like that. Like the, those things are laws on the books in countries like Qatar, Saudi Arabia, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. So like, yeah, it's possible. It's possible if we wanted to be completely and totally fucking regressive. Well, we had the common uh, combination a conversation in uh, Vegas a couple days ago about uh, about. Uh, if it were, if everybody were wealthy, like in other words, we had so much wealth and the production was up, and there was, you know, what would you do? It has to do the same thing. It's with more automation, universal basic income. If everybody had what they wanted, you know, would there be more lazy people? I think some people would try to be lazy for a while, but everybody would just at some point you would just say, "I've got to be." I have to go and do something. Do something. You're gonna have lazy people. No, we have lazy yeah. people now. Right. I'm one of them. Right. Uh, but the 
the fact of the matter is, is that I, and I don't know that it's ever going to be any sort of, I hate it when people say, like somebody, I heard someone one time uh, call Star Trek, Star Trek The Next Generation, like their Earth as a utopia, and it wasn't a utopia at all. If it was a utopia, you wouldn't have to send people into space to either colonize or make contact with, mm-hmm. with other, uh, you know, people or other, uh, you know, other aliens, or other creatures. Because you wouldn't need to make contact because everything is perfectly hunky-dory at home. It's not. So it wasn't a utopia. It was just as efficient as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. It's the, what do they call that, uh, uh, a type one world? Right. I can't remember who coined that I can't off the top of my head, but it was the, oh, uh, 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 not Buckminster Fuller. He's another futurist. But they say the type one world I, is, a, is Asimov? A, uh, no, what, no, this is, would have been after Asimov. Oh. Um, a type one world is where uh, the whatever uh, you know humans or whatever whatever race is on that planet has become completely and totally efficient to the point where they're harnessing all of the energy possible on that one planet. Mm-hmm. A type two is uh, harnesses all the energy in the galaxy. Type three, so on and so forth. Okay. That's how that's the they classify civilizations. You know, it's kind of the industry sta- industry standard, or so so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there were a type, Star Trek: The Next Generation. That future, they were a, or they are a, a Type One civilization where they become peak efficiency. Nobody wants for anything. They've cured most diseases. They've cured hunger. They've cured, cured poverty, homelessness, all the diseases and all that shit. And mm-hmm. we've everything, all the almost all the problems that we have now, they fixed. So what are they? And they do? fixed it through automation, right? And then, but human morality, and then legal structure. That's how they. So, that's how they fixed all those things. So, what do they do with their lives then? What effectively? What, what do they do with their lives? Just explore. They teach and they explore because okay. they're off planet. They're an right. off planet species. Species okay. like they. Obviously, there's more people on the planet than off the planet, but they are an interstellar species. That's what we talked about. With if you had, if you if you didn't have to worry about working and had enough money to do whatever, what would you do? And if there were enough, was enough wealth. And uh, that card is n- not on there for a bad reason, is it? We have another recording card. Oh, that's an auxiliary card. Okay. Paul is referring to the SD card that's just sitting on the table and not currently plugged into the that's mixing board. Down. This is awesome. You're like, are awesome. we actually recording anything? God damn it. Right. Um, this is just a test run to make sure Paul's brain's firing. Oh, it, it, no, is, it is not. Uh, uh, it ain't. It is not. Um, yeah, because if they said, like this one, there was another podcast we listened to before that talked about uh, if everything was... We're fine. What would you work on if everything didn't have to work? Didn't have to make the donuts? Didn't have to right? Just do that. And the guy said basically art, and he didn't mean art like a painting. He just meant create things. Do what you want to do. Yeah. yeah, you just you enjoy things. You do this. You do that. And and then we had the conversation of is that going to make you and I? We're talking about this. Is that you know is being human part of a struggle? A struggle part of the norm? You know, is it embrace? Is it part of our DNA to struggle and to seek and to advance? And is that part of it? So if that part is missing, do we get fucked up? Yeah. You know, do we do we yeah. not? I can tell you personally from knowing what, thinking you know what your purpose is for a very long time and then not having that purpose anymore is uh, it's literally and figuratively earth shattering. It'll, it, it is damn, it is, it is raising it, a yeah, child. It's, it's emotionally and physically debilitating for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you, st- I still don't, I still haven't figured it out. So I, so imagine, and I still have struggle in my life. I just have less. Mm-hmm. So imagine we took away all of it because I still have two jobs and I still help out Black, with, with Blackbridge and doing you know, events or whatever. I still have things. I, have still, I still have challenges in my life. So imagine eliminating 90% of all the challenges that most people have in their life. 
Right. And just imagine what we could do. But on the other hand, it's all a grand experiment. So what happens when you've got a bunch of people that are crazy and they're bored or hyper-religious and they're bored? So instead of spending, you know, let's say they're hard, hard. Idle hands of the devil's workshop or something like that. Idle hands. Idle hands. Jesus Christ. You're so from the South. You have these beautiful, like, Southern colloquialisms. It's so fucking funny. It's like you're wearing a white suit. You're like Tom, Tom, uh, Tom Waits, Tom Clark, Tom. Thomas Edison? No, 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 no. Thomas Jefferson? Uh, No, he's the writer. Tom Clancy? No, Southern writer. He's a writer? Oh. He's a writer. Uh, (laughs) Tom York. No, he's from... uh, Radiohead. Tom Jones. From Wales. Singer. Also not <laughs> who we're looking for. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual <laughs> to have fun with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I have that song stuck in my head. Remember the other day when you had the Star Spangled Banner stuck in your head? Oh my God. It's the stupidest thing ever. We went to, here's a recap. So we went to, because I... I you know, I'm kind of following uh, women's uh, the women's national team. Not following them in a creepy way. Following them on TV, <laughs> driving around, getting plane tickets wherever they're going. Yes, yeah. I'm like, oh, hey, uh, can I have your jersey to smell? <laughs> anyway, so we go. Uh, what was it? We took a field trip up to Vegas. So I got to buy some work shoes. He had I'm to having this... to work more. Yeah, Paul's having to work more. <laughs> Crazy I... how that one percenter is like. I had to buy new shoes because I have to work now. <laughs> It's like, I'm on my feet a lot more now. I need better shoes. So anyway, so we went up there to buy a couple pairs of shoes. Yes, yeah, so you bought some one percenter shoes, and that's fine. Fine. They look like Italian loafers, but they have steel toes, folks. I, <laughs> literally, none of that is true. No. Uh, but anyway, we uh, so we go to the shoe place, and I was like, hey, it's, uh, you know, I want to watch the World Cup match. It's a uh, U.S. Uh, the U.S. women's versus uh, France. France. And we went to Hofbrau House to do it, which I thought was very international of us. Oh, yeah. So Hofbrau House, we're there, we're watching that. And uh, a lot of people showed up to watch the A game. lot of people showed up. I couldn't yeah. believe that whole, if, if, for those of you who've been to Hofbrau House in Las Vegas, there's a big beer garden, you know, and toward in the back. It's like a kind of a fake beer garden because it's, it's Las Vegas in three months. <laughs> everything out. is fake in Las Vegas. Yeah, because everything, it's, but it's, to, it's, per, it's so Vegas, though. It's like Vegas's version of a German beer garden, yeah. which means... Like convincing cobblestone, right? The exact same chairs and, and picnic tables that they ha- they would have outside. Yeah, like during the October right. fest, and then okay. and then the like the trees that are fake. Yeah, and then the lighting up in the top, like it's at it's a sky, it's like a blue sky, but the lighting is done to where it's really bright in the morning and super bright during in the middle of the day, and then like as the sun sets, the lights dim in there. It's like it's like you're actually in a beer garden, but you're in Las Vegas. But yeah. anyway, they had set that up as a viewing place for all of the games or for the for the for the matches. So uh, we're hanging out and drinking a beer and having a good time, and the national anthem comes on for the United States, and then then uh, France, and then uh, you're like, I fucking you. I, he kept going. I'm like, don't you hate it when you get a song stuck in your head? He goes, like, I hate it when I get our national anthem stuck in our head. Right. Like, how the fuck does that, how often does that happen to you, Paul? He's like, every single time. <laughs> but anyway, and then we were talking about Francis Scott Key and the poem, the beer drinking song that it's based that off it came of. came from, fucking, yeah. Because 
It's, oh, and then you say it's awesome if we're over there playing England and something, and we get to. Fight. I can't. I was so. I was so happy. I was happy as shit that the the U.S. team won. Right. I was so so happy because the U.S. men's team fucking sucks. And I looked. I, I heard or not looked up. Are they like heard, knocked out of the first round or something. They didn't qual. The the U.S. Well, the men's team was two years ago. So oh, they that's do, right. They're off by. Two, right. I think they're off by two years. Two years or three years. That's how on top of it I am. You can. You know. Never mind. Anyway, so the men's, okay, <laughs> so the women's team is so good that they played, and they played Thailand, which is not necessarily, it's not a big country, nor are they big big on soccer, but they still had a team. Mm. They scored more points against Thailand than the men's team has ever scored in the all the World Cups they've ever been in. That's how fucking bad, and it was they, 13-0. Do they know the rules? I like know. That's like, get the ball... <laughs> In the this is like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> this is a uh, you are here for a soccer match, right? <laughs> right. This isn't a soccer you guys lie down. Know that it's supposed to go in that you gotta, area. You got to kick the ball in there, not just let us kick it in here. It goes both ways. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the women I've and years ago, my friend Caitlin got me into uh, kind of not got me into watching women's soccer, but she her being a big fan. She was a soccer player in college and in high school, and I she just taught me the ins and outs of it and it's a little how it's a little bit different for men's and then she went to the world cup four years ago the women's world cup when the women won oh uh, yeah, and, right. and she was there yeah. at the finals and all that so we've kept in touch and i was you know texting her and all that uh but it was god damn it it was so cool and then what i'm super super stoked about is now on tuesday i think it is tuesday is the next match and it's uh england versus the united states mm-hmm. which is a finals match and uh, not finals, but uh, is that semifinals? It was quarterfinals, this one, I think. So right? what is, what's so the next one? It should one? be semi, I would think. Semifinals, yeah. So it's semifinals. I would hope. Yeah. So it's a semifinal game, and it's England versus, versus the U.S. So then you have the national anthem of the United States, <laughs> which is we know that national anthem. It's just called the national anthem, right? What's it called? Star Spangled Banner. Star Spangled Banner, yeah. So you have that, and then the – I don't know if many of you people know this, but the national anthem of England is – God Save the Queen, but the tune of God Save the Queen is, uh, is it America the Beautiful? It is, uh, let's look that up. I can't remember. Shit. Why don't you look that up? God Save the Queen. Wait, yeah, so, not for, America the Beautiful is, oh my God, what is it? I don't know. We're gonna have to figure this out. I don't want to use look the phone. Up. We don't. We shouldn't. Okay. Use, we shan't be using the phone um, tonight. Tis of thee, my, my country. country tis, tis of my thee. country. Tis of thee. We land. Da 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 da. Yeah, that might. That my, was that okay? My, uh, well, what's the name of the song though? My country. My country. Tis of thee. Is that it? I think. Okay, now say, I got it. Elon, is, how's uh, South Africa doing in the women's? <laughs> he's he's still inhaling. He is still inhaling on that spliff. Yeah, I'm on. Elon. Elon sounds like a Jamaican name. Elon. Eh, I knew it. You fucking reefer addict. Uh, God save the queen. <laughs> Song by Queen. No, not that band. No. Not a, God damn it. National or Royal Anthem and Number of Commonwealth. <laughs> So ours is called My Country Tis of Thee. That's what? Our 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 version is My Country Tis of Thee. Well it's yeah, it's our version, it's like one of the I know, but that's what the the it's what's oh, here we go. Everybody stand up. 
What are you, a subject? No. I thought it was the American. Sweet land of liberty. It is my country, tis of thee. Of, of the but, it, this is, but this is God Save the Queen. God save the, I'm playing God, God from the Wikipedia the article. Yeah. God Save the Queen. So I can't wait to hear. Bottom line is, is I'm going to have a nice little chuckle when they play the, the, Nas- the U.S. national anthem. And then when a bunch of folks from the United States are watching, they're going to be like, how come they're singing the wrong words to my country, tis of thee? <laughs> when they're really Hi. not, we're the ones that sing the wrong words to God Save the Queen. And again, Starch Mingle Banner is ripped. It was a British drinking song. Yes. The, the tune. Which is hilarious to me. Right. So we should, we should find that song and play it on, on the podcast because okay. I'm, I'm, I kind of want to know what the, like our, like I want to know what the, the what it's the supposed to sound is. like, yeah, what it should sound like. Yeah. It's, and then, Hey, you know, this the, is a really bad cover you guys hey, did. Hey, <laughs> it's a really shit cover. Why? <laughs> I just wonder what the the tune is from a British drinking song. So I wonder what the lyrics are to the, to said drinking song. We will find that out after we sign off. We will find that out after we sign off. Yep. Why does Tom Hanks have to do everything on TV? Like, what's that all about? Like, he, he's uh, all over fucking CNN. He's like he put together Band of Brothers. He's like a stable guy. Everybody believes he's, he's believable. He's a stable genius, and that's why... He's believable, yeah. He's believable. He's an everyman. He's not going to go on a podcast and smoke a spliff. Yeah, that could very well be. No. I, I bet he would. That was, wasn't it? That was a, uh, that was a blunt, I believe. It was a blunt. Yeah, yeah no, it was, it was mixed with tobacco. Yeah. We even talked about it, and yeah. I thought that I watched that clip over and over again because I just thought that shit was so funny because he was so <laughs> clueless about it. Or he was pretend clueless. Right, like I, but I know that he drinks because he'll like usually when you know, like I said, when you know, Elon's going to go on one. It's like late Friday night or late Saturday night or early. He said more damage to his stock by tweeting late after he's drinking. My, I love the fact that like that boring, the boring company that he came up with. That he came up with that idea while he was sitting in L.A. traffic, mm-hmm. and he tweeted, "Stuck in L.A. traffic. This is ridiculous. I want to start a company where we dig tunnels under the city to eliminate some of this traffic congestion." And then, like, 12 hours later, it was, like, 2.30 in the morning. He's hammered. And then text, we're going to call it the boring company. Like, that was the <laughs> next tweet. And it was 12 hours later. You could, And then people were asking him questions. I love that that's the time you can get a hold of. Like, you could tweet at Elon Musk, and he he may respond to you. Yeah. yeah. Is, is, like, 2 o'clock in the morning when he's all fucked up on, you know. I'm, I'm sure he drinks wine on the level that, uh, like, Johnny Depp. You know, Johnny, did you ever hear that little that's factoid? A, that's all he does or something? Well, Johnny, Johnny Depp at one point in time had an $11,000 a month wine habit. Well, some bottles are expensive. I, I, I realized that. So that was the joke. Uh, that I, 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 was, I thought $11,000. So either he drinks a lot of wine or like four bottles. <laughs> and they're if, all it's, just, if it's two buck Chuck, that's we're talking about. Then, then, then we've got, we got a problem because Johnny Depp is an alcoholic. Certainly. Excuse me. I think I think God Save the Queen should be our new intro music, but we should write our own lyrics to it. My podcast is of the. Please, I'm so sorry, people. That was a terrible joke. Oh, who wrote I the? Uh, Got to find the lyrics. Who wrote uh, uh, My Country Tis of the? Oh, yeah. Who do you think it was, man? <sighs> Bert Backrack. Get the fuck out of here, Bert Neil Back- Diamond. Even worse. Some <laughs> somehow still worse. <laughs> Those guys have been around for a while. But not that. <laughs> oh, Just God. Just kidding. It's, 
Uh, let's lyrics? see. It's called America, My Country, Tis of Thee. My oh. Country, Tis of Thee is in parentheses. Oh, okay. Is an American patriotic song, lyrics of which were written by Samuel Francis Smith. Oh, because it goes, America. Um, well, we oh, that yeah, one. that's America. Uh, God shed, God shed his, his grace on thee. Um, and crown a good with brother. brother. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of enthusiasm. <laughs> there was a lot of drinking going on when they were singing. I bet they were drunk in a pub when they changed the words to turn it into Star Spangled Banner. They had to be drinking because it was a drinking song. So they were probably all lamenting on the old British drinking song that turned into the Star Spangled Banner. It might Banner. have been mockery, too. Like Yankee, uh, like Yankee Doodle. Oh yeah, like you're familiar a, with that whole like, thing. Uh, like Yankee, I'm a Doodle. Yankee Doodle Dandy. Not Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yeah. Oh, Yankee Doodle went to town. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What are we talking about? What the fuck? Yankee Doodle went to town. I don't know. Keep going with those I, I lyrics. I'm finished that line. I'm so tired right now. I cannot <laughs> tell you how tired I am. I don't know. Riding on a pony. Okay. Stuck a feather in, in his, his hat and called it macaroni. Right. That's the song we're talking about. Yeah, that was a the fact that what it was is they were uh, they were mag- making fun. Of, the British were making fun of dandies, people who got dressed up in like Yankee Doodle Dandy, like the, those uh, about the Americans being all dressed up and fancy, thinking they're a little bit too fancy pants. And then the Americans flipped that insult and would like literally march to that the the tune. I got gotcha. you to piss off the British, saying "fuck you, you're goddamn right, we're fancy, fancier than you, you fucks." At the, at the time, yeah, well, I like English. I like British people. Sure, now. It's, it's fine, kind of. The Star Spangled. I, now I just want to know the name of the drinking song because I hope it's not like "Drink, Fight, Fuck" or something like that. <laughs> Probably not, though. I don't think it would be. Why does it say the Star Spangled Banner is a national anthem of the United States? The lyrics come from the defense of Fort Mahenry, not Mick Henry. Mahenry. Mahenry. M apostrophe Henry. Capital M apostrophe capital H E N R Y. Just Henry. I'm trying to figure that out. I, the lyrics come from the defense of Fort Henry, a poem written September 14th, 1814, by then 35 year old lawyer and an amateur poet, Francis Scott Key. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, poem, poem. Did you happen to look up with the. You know, Holy shit! Star Spangled Banner wasn't our national anthem until 1931. I didn't what know that. It wasn't until 1931. Well, it was a t- it was a, there was other songs that served as hymns for US officialdom. Hail Columbia, My Country Tis of Thee. Uh, oh, they didn't have an, they didn't America have, the Beautiful. So they didn't have an official the, one really. There wasn't an official one. It was made official in 1931. Okay. Now the US Navy used it like like recognized it officially in 1889. Uh, that's crazy. But yeah, it was, uh, Wilson, President Wilson, March 3rd, 1931, made it official. That's all right. That's probably the only real thing he ever really did that was decent. That was even semi-okay. Woodrow Wilson? Yeah. Did he, was he known as being a bad president? He's not a really good, yeah, he's kind of fucked up. Was he fucked up or was he just president during bad times? I think it's League of Nations. He was, wasn't he, didn't he, wasn't he behind all that League of Nations thing, which is supposed to be like the UN and it just. And then it just fizzled out. I don't know. It, it just. I'm it, probably people, the historians out there are probably. The Germans were like, there. this is too little, too late. Right. We build the tanks now. 
I think, I think he was okay with Germany having fun with it or planesies and things. And oh, fuck. I, I don't know. Something he just was not considered a good president. I have to figure that out. But yeah, you should look into that because I wonder if it was like if he was a victim of circumstance because uh, he if he was if he was president in 1931, then he most likely was president during the uh, 1929 stock market crash and yeah, then the beginning I, the beginnings of the Great I Depression. Can't, uh, it, it, they didn't blame him for that, but it was some, it's some other just bullshit that he just was. Really weak and just not considered very, very good president. So you have not found out what the original stars no, were. No, I stopped. I was trying to listen to you. Oh, as everybody as, should. Yeah, as everyone should. John Stafford Smith. Let's see. The original writer of the drinking song. No, Francis Scott Key gave the poem to his brother-in-law, Judge Joseph H. Nicholson, who saw that the words fit the popular melody, the Anacreontic song. By John Stafford Smith, Anna Creontic, A N A C R E O N T I C. Hmm. This was the official song of the Anacreontic Society, an 18th century gentlemen's club of amateur musicians in London. Nicholson took the poem to a printer in Baltimore who anonymously made the first known broadside printing on September 17th. Of these, two known copies survive. Oh, shit. Wait, so they're saying that it was just music? Yeah, just took the melody. Well, just took the oh. So but are there words to go to that um that song they're referencing? Hey man, yeah. I'm I'm becoming an expert live in person in studio, so you got to give me a minute. I'm sorry. I I don't know. Elon, you want to pass that? Man, you're getting fucking spit all over it, dude. Yeah, he's really just lipping the hell out of that goddamn <laughs> joint. That's, that's funny. <laughs> Original role of the song. Invited me to accompany him on Saturday. Catches and glees. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm not going to find this. Not right now. Non. What does non nobis domine mean? Mr. Latin. Non nobis domine. Domine would be home, or like a domus is home. Okay. Uh, non... Nominous, 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 something home, little home, something. I don't know. Translate that. Uh, why do I have to translate it? You just want to have the fucking magical phone in your hand. Whatever. You have more devices than me. Domine or domus. Uh, do, domus is home or domus in Latin. So domine has to be part of that. Has to be. It means not uh, not unto us, O oh Lord. Wow, missed that one. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. He said I can't Lord. even. Huh? Fine. 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 Are you sure you looked it up correctly? I did. No, I literally clicked on non nobis domine in the Wikipedia article, and it's a, it's a whatever. I do apologize for my lack of knowledge on that. Yeah, one. it's pretty terrible. Although it is often described as a drinking song, historian Lichtenwager uh, states that to Anacreon in heaven was, quote, not a barroom ballad, a drinking ditty to be chorused with glasses swung in rhythm, but convivial in a special and stately way. So it was not a hmm. big drinking song like we all thought, and now I'm upset and we wasted that's all I That's all I heard. Ten and a half my, minutes. Half my life, maybe a third of my life, people said, that's where it came from, it, was an English drinking song. As far and back I believed, as I can remember. I believed it. Yep, and it wasn't. Just goes to show you, you can't believe... 
Yeah, it was. Anything, it was more like uh, I would say what they liken it to is like a Danny Boy. Sure, Danny Boy is not, or um, which may be sung in a bar, but it's not like a drinking song yeah. or or f- like Fields of Athen Rye. Are you familiar with that yeah. one? That's a you know that song. Uh, I, I I it sounds familiar. Fields of Athen Rye is a song about uh, that was written around the time of the Irish uh, potato famine, mm-hmm. and it was about a guy uh, going and stealing corn from a local uh, English lord, you know, because they had English lords that were ruling over Ireland at the time, mm-hmm. and stealing corn from the English lord and then being sentenced to go to Australia because he got caught stealing corn to feed his family so the kids wouldn't starve to death. So the, you, and, and Fields of Athenry is sung. I've definitely been in Irish pubs around St. Paddy's Day where Fields of Athenry is sung as more like a a reverent drinking song as opposed to, you know, like that one's not that's not a fucking or straight to hell from driving and crying you know not that yes the, the also the more well-known uh straight to hell from driving and crying from, by driving and crying right anyway how are you doing paul i'm just tired joe well i'm gonna hang out with elon for a little while longer but it's gonna be off air so that he doesn't get in trouble for smoking weed fine you don't don't show his uh, picture anymore I'm going to have to I, – we have to get a picture of us in that fucking painting that you have. This is so cool. <laughs> I felt – like I said, it came across my news feed. I, I will confess. It came across my news feed, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. On Facebook. And I thought, I'm sure everybody's got this up there on their – and you said you never, you never came I've up never on yours. I've never seen it now because, I, I mean, it probably will now because Facebook is always listening. They are listening right now. They're, our phones are being listened to. You just watch. That's fine. That shit's going to come up. Yeah. But I don't. I don't. But, but because you said you never saw it, and Ashley said I've never seen it before. And right. Like, All right. Maybe I should go ahead and buy it. Maybe you should thing. stop sucking Elon's dick so much. That's what it is. That's what it is. This booster. <laughs> Falcon Heavy. Oh my God. I wonder if that's what he calls his dick is the oh Falcon my Heavy. God. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's funny. He should totally oh. sell. I should tweet this at him later on tonight. I should wait until like late Friday night, or early Saturday morning, right. and tweet at him. They say something like, uh, uh, "You should have like a, a, a dildo company or like a sex toy company. Call it Space Sex, <laughs> and just sell nothing but just everything is branded as SpaceX. Everything, right. fake like fake uh, vaginas. They have like boosters, dildos. And yeah, and yeah. They have yeah. Falcon, the Falcon Heavy." Falcon Heavy's like a giant black dildo. Yeah. Yeah. Just single-ended but triple-engined, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so ridiculous. All right, folks. I think that's all we've got. Paul's lost steam. I'm getting old. That's what happened to get old. And you lose steam. Two different people. Yeah. Getting old and losing steam. I mean, I that's going to be another secondary podcast, Getting Old and Losing Steam, where we just talk about how tired we are. <laughs> <laughs> and have like the Kvecho meter guard the thing. Yeah, the Kvecho meter. So it's like ding, ding, ding. Take a note here. We're gonna we're gonna reserve that. Getting old and losing steam. Getting, getting old and losing. I'm writing it down. Getting old and losing steam. All right, folks. That's it for us. Fine. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye.